0: الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى اله واصحابه ووامكم سلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وَلُوطًا إِذْ قَانًا لِقَوْمِهِ أَتَأْتُونَ الْفَاحِشَةَ مَا سَبَقَكُمْ بِهَا min أَحَدٍ مِّنَ الْعَالَمِينَ صَدَقَ اللَّهُ الْعَظِيمُ In various ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has emphasized to this ummah the importance of shame, the importance of modesty. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions in one hadith Al-Imanu bidhu wa sab'una shu'bah Wal haya shu'batun min al Iman kama qal Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made mention and said That Iman consists, it contains of over 70 branches Wal haya shu'batun min al-Iman And haya modesty, shame is a very vital branch of Iman Another hadith Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wa sallam explains inna likulli dinin wa inna khulq al al Rasulullah sallallahu wa says each and every nation each and every deen has a distinguishing feature a distinguishing quality within it and the distinguishing feature the distinguishing quality for Ahle iman for the people of iman is the quality of haya the quality of modesty so indeed, the quality of haya and modesty is extremely important in our lives. Unfortunately, today, what has happened to our modesty and haya is that slowly but surely it has left our lives to such an extent we find immorality, we find cheating, we find deception taking place in marriages, we find immorality taking place before marriages, we find people hooked onto indecency, whether on social media, whether cell phones, etc we find so much of immodesty and lack of haya taking place amongst the Muslim ummah, that so to say haya is something which has gone beyond our imagination. It has left our lives to such an extent that it is so to say it no longer exists. So while there are these different forms of immodesty and shamelessness taking place, the pinnacle of shamelessness, what is the worst form of shamelessness? is unfortunately being promoted throughout the entire world today. And this is what we may call homosexuality, or we may call the LGBTQ agenda. This is something which has reached such a level and such a state, that throughout the entire world, there is now a a forceful push in order for people to accept it, in order for people to promote it. To such an extent, you go to buy a toy for your innocent child, now a person is left scratching his head, why is there rainbows on the, cho- on, the, on the toys? Why are the rainbows found? When a person is looking for clothes, he will find these different signs of their, different forms of, identification of theirs are now being found on toys, now being found on the clothes of children. Together with that on media, on social media, from a government level, the different levels of education of a child. Now a child is being taught that if you do not want to engage in this act, the least you should do is accept it. Do not become homophobic in your ways. Do not become a homo, Do not be homophobic. Like this, different forms of the pushing of this agenda is taking place. Whether it is on the media, whether on the Disneys or the Netflixes, or whether throughout the, the different forms of entertainment, different forms of media, we find there is this push. There is an agenda that we will need to promote it, and the least people should do is accept it, understand as Muslims. From the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu our stance, our view is extremely clear. In one hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa cursed seven different forms of people. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam cursed each and every one of them once, but when it came to the people engaging in the action of homosexuality, Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi curses them three times. مَلْعُونٌ مَنْ عَمِلَ عَمَلَ قَوْمِ لُوتِ مَلْعُونٌ مَنْ عَمِلَ عَمَلَ قَوْمِ لُوتِ مَلْعُونٌ مَنْ عَمِلَ عَمَلَ قَوْمِ لُوتِ Three times, Rasulullah ﷺ says, May that person be cursed. May that person be destroyed. Who engages in the action of the people of Lut, the action of homosexuality. Another hadith, Rasulullah ﷺ says, أَرْبَعَةٌ There are four groups of people. يُسْبِحُونَ فِي غَدَبِ اللَّهِ وَيُمْسُونَ فِي اللَّهِ. They spend the morning in the anger of Allah. They spend the evening in the displeasure of Allah. Morning and evening throughout the entire day, they are cursed. They are in the, they are perpetually in the anger of Allah. Sahaba رضي الله تعالى عنهم hear this. They ask O Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam manhum. Who are these people, O oh, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Rasulullah sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, Number one, al min mina rijal, mina rijal bin nisa, wal min mina nisa bi rijal. First one, that person, that male who imitates females. He wants to act like a female. He wants to talk like a female. He wants to dress like a female. This person, he is continuously and perpetually in the anger of Allah. Second person, that woman who imitates men, she wants to dress like a man, she wants to talk like a man, she even wants to undergo changes to become like a man. This person continuously under the anger of Allah. Third person, وَالَّذِي يَأْتِي bahima. <الْبَهِيمَة> that person who in order to fulfill his desires, he goes to animals. He goes to animals in order to fulfill his desires. Fourth person, Walla Di Rajul كَمَا قَالُ Fourth person, Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, who goes and he fulfills his desires with man, with a, with a man. He engages in homosexual activities. This person continuously is under the anger of Allah. Like this different ahadith of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, explaining how evil and how vile this action is. To such an extent, it should not even be an action that crosses human minds. In the Quran and Majid, Allah makes mention of different s-salam, the different people that they were sent to, and the different evil actions those people were engaged in, and the Ambiya were sent in order to correct them. One is with regards to inviting them to Allah, but together with that, in order to correct and reform their actions. Allah speaks in different parts of the Quran and Majid of the nation of Lut And how Lut was sent to them in order to call them to Allah, and also to reform their actions to correct them. Allah Ta'ala sent Lut to the people of Sadun. The people of Sadun were engaged in the most vile of activities. Whatever vice, whatever evil you can think about, these people were engaged in it. But together with that, they were the first nation on the face of this earth to engage in the action of homosexuality. Allah Ta'ala makes mention in the Quran of the Majeed, When Lut had told his people, Are you engaging in such vile activities? Are you engaging in such immoral activity, activities? activities Which no nation before you engage in these type of actions. No nation before you had done this. Meaning you are the first nation to carry it out. And together with that, whoever now imitates you. Till the day of Qiyamah, you are the first people to carry it out. Everyone coming thereafter to engage in this action. The burden of their sin will be upon you as well. The burden of this sin will be upon you as well. أَإِنَّكُمْ لَتَأْتُونَ رِجَالٍ وَتَقْطَعُونَ السَّبِيلِ وَتَأْتُونَ فِي نَادِيكُمُ الْمُنْكَرِ He is advising them, admonishing them. Are you fulfilling your desires with men? And you're cutting off the path, you're cutting off the way. Allah Ta'ala had made a natural way for you in order to fulfill your desires. A man would be inclined to a female, they will be nikah. This In this way, the nation, humanity can continue. However, now you are fulfilling your desires with men. Now the avenue of, of humanity continuing is going to be closed. di And you have no shame within you that you are engaged in these vile activities openly in your assemblies. You are not feeling shy about it. Openly you're engaging in these types of sins. So, Lut salam had come to advise his people. However, his people were not willing to listen. They do not want to change his ways. They do not want to change their ways. They even told Lut that, that That if you do not stop, if you do not stop advising us, and you do not stop admonishing us, we will remove you from here, we will banish you. إِنَّكُمْ قُومُوا يَتَطَهَرُونَ That these people want to remain pure, they want to act like they're pure, leave them alone. They were not willing to listen to Lut salam and his advice. Until also they even told Lut Alayhi Salam that, that, that come bring to us the azhar, bring to us the punishment of Allah, if what you are saying is true. Now Lut Alayhi salam was admonishing them, he was advising them. But one very important point, one very important note, that he mentioned to his people, he mentioned to them, min al Indeed, I disgust your action. Indeed, I disgust your action. One, he, he, one is he was trying to stop them. He was admonishing them. He was telling them what you are doing is wrong. But together with that, he tells them that I have a disgust for the action that you are engaged in. Now in today's times, if this action of homosexuality, the promotion of it is taking place so rife, then our belief structure is, yes, this is impermissible, this is haram. But together with that, from the deep, from the dictates of iman will be, that one is, yes, we should not be engaging in it. But together with that, we need to have a very firm stance that we completely disgust it. We are disgusted with it, we do not like it, we do not promote it, we do not want anything to do with it. We will not support those people who are engaged in it. min al I completely disgust your act. Now in today's times, with the amount of promotion that is taking place for it, and the propaganda, whether in schools, whether in universities, whether from the government level or the worldwide level, it is extremely important. One is for ourselves, and one is for our children who are attending schools that we show them and explain to them what is the correct path and what is the correct belief. If they are going to be exposed to this, then we need to ensure that they also have the same belief structure in place and they also understand and realize what is the belief of Islam with regards to this. That we, our belief and our action is such, إِنِّي لِعَمَلِكُمْ مِنَا الْقَالِينَ I completely disgust your action. I completely disgusted. One is we can say that they can do whatever they want to do. They can continue on their way but no, we should not have any form of let them do what they want. No, we should be completely disgusted with the action they are engaged in. So one is he mentioned this, Inni Liamalikum لِأَمَلِكُم al الْقَوَّلِينَ Another statement of Lut alayhi salam or the dua that he made to Allah when he realized that what he is saying is not he is not having an effect on his community. They are not changing his ways. He makes a dua to Allah, najjini نَجِّنِي وَأَهْلِي مِمَّا يَعْمَلُونَ Oh Allah, save me and save my family from the actions that they are engaged in. Save me and save my family from the actions that they are engaged in. They're engaged in the worst forms of of, 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 of shamelessness. Worst forms of immorality. I am unable to change them, but Ya Allah, you save me and save my family as well. So one is a person, he should try to make a, a, a make a change on a community level. To the people who he has influence over, he should try to make them understand, make them realize. That this, whether it is with regards to this action or any other haram and impermissible action, that what you are engaged in is haram, is impermissible, it will bring the punishment of Allah. But if a person cannot have influence over the other people around him, then he needs to ensure that within his own family, his own family, he has control over them, he advises them, he admonishes them, he makes sure that they are upon the straight path and they understanding what is correct and what is wrong. So this is the dua of Lut alayhi salam. So even in the worst forms, in the times of the worst forms of immodesty and the worst forms of sins taking place, the very important action that we need to engage in daily is turn to Allah in du'a. Turn to Allah in du'a that, Ya Allah, save me, save my family, save my progeny. Save us all from all the different types of fitna and evil that is taking place. So He makes the du'a, رَبِّ نَجِّنِي وَأَهْلِ مِمَّا يَعْمَلُونَ and thereafter another dua Lut makes. When he realizes his community is not, they're not willing to change their ways. He makes a dua that, Ya yeah Allah, save me from these people. Ya yeah Allah, save me from these people. And hence the punishment of Allah was now going to come upon the people of Lut alayhi Allah ta'ala makes mention in the quran majid about how the punishment had come. Allah ta'ala had sent three angels. Jibreel alayhi salam, Mikail alayhi salam, Israfil alayhi salam these three angels had come in human form and before they had come to lut they stopped to hazrat, they stopped by hazrat ibrahim Salam. they stopped by hazrat ibrahim Salam. they give him glad tidings of a child and together with that they inform him they inform him that we are going to the people of lut Salam. we're going to punish them because of their evil ways they after they come to hazrat lut lut when he sees them that these are young handsome young handsome men He sees them, he becomes perturbed, he becomes worried. He does not know that these are angels from the side of Allah. So he is concerned that if my people had to see them, they are going to want to engage in vile actions with them. He is concerned about the condition of his guests. So he tells his guests that, listen, the people of this community are extremely vile. You're not going to find any other community engaging in vile actions like this community. He was hinting to them. He did not know they were angels from the side of Allah. He was hinting to them that listen, this community, it is not good for you to stay here, you rather move and go somewhere else. However, they remain firm, they, want, they that they wanted to stay, they wanted to spend the night with Lut salam. So nevertheless, they come into the house of Lut alayhi salam, these three angels, in the form of young, handsome men. When the wife of Lut alayhi salam sees this, now she, number one, did not accept Iman. She was the wife of Ruth a.s. the wife of the Nabi of the time. She did not accept Iman, and she was also apologetic to the cause of these people. She was not engaged in it herself, but she was apologetic to the cause, she was a supporter to it. So when she sees these handsome men in the house of Ruth a.s., she climbs upon the roof, and she makes an indication for the people to come towards her when they come to her and ask her what is the matter she mentions that within this house of lut Salam there is this there are these these three handsome men so the people come to lut Salam. lut Salam is extremely concerned and worried what is going to be my condition and the condition of them, of my guests he even tells them tukhzuni fi do not dis- disgrace me with regards to my guests do not cause me any form of disgrace how can you engage in these vile actions eventually one of the, the jibril he reveals his identity to lut a.s. and he tells lut a.s. that we are angels from the side of allah do not be concerned do not be worried they won't they won't be able to touch us it is mentioned jibril goes to the door and all those people that were that were there with the tip of his wing he he, he indicates towards their eyes and all of them immediately become blind Immediately they become blind. And now in this state, trying to grab onto the walls and touch the walls, they go back towards their houses. And they say, in the next morning, we will find, we'll get revenge against Ruth a.s. So in this way, they try to come and fulfill their desires with a with guest of Ruth a.s. The angels then tell Ruth a.s. that the punishment of Allah is going to come upon these people. That by the morning, these people are going to be punished. مِنَ اللَّيْلِ وَلَا minkum مِنْكُمْ ahad. أحد. That now in the, in the late portion of the night, you take your family and you leave this, you leave this community. You go, وَلَا مِنْكُمْ ahad, None of you should turn around. None of you should turn. None of you should look back. تُؤْمَرُونَ Then continue. Continue on your way. Do not turn back. Do not look back. So Lut a.s. is told that to go with his family. And now the punishment of Allah is going to come upon these people. It is mentioned. Lut a.s. leaves. With regards to the wife of Lut a.s., there are two different narrations. One is that she had remained behind with her people. She did not leave. She was apologetic to their cause. She did not go with Lut a.s. When the punishment of Allah had come upon the people, it had come upon her as well. And according to some narrations, she left. She left with Hazrat Lut a.s. But as she left, she turned back and she felt sorry for the condition of her people. Hence, one of those stones that had come to punish the people of Lut a.s. had come upon her as well. It is mentioned when the punishment of Allah had come upon the people of Lut a.s. Hazrat salam, with the a.s. with the tip of his one wing, he lifts seven cities up together with the tip of his one wing. He lifts seven cities up together. He raises them up so high that the sounds of the animals could be heard by the angels in the skies. He lifts them up so high, he turns them upside down and he smashes them back into the ground. Their minds were upside down, their actions were upside down. Hence as a punishment of Allah, they were turned completely upside down. They were turned upside down. Thereafter, stones were rained upon them. Allah Ta'ala makes mention, مُصَوَّمَةً عِنْدَ That according to some narrations also, that each stone was labeled with the name of that person who is going to be hit with that stone. And those stones were rained upon them. In this way, the punishment of Allah had come upon the people of Lut salam Allah Ta'ala makes mention in the 27 Jews as well. When Allah Ta'ala speaks about this incident of Lut a.s. آيَةً لِلَّذِينَ يَخَافُونَ الْعَذَابَ الْأَلِيمِ That in this people of Lut a.s. وَتَرَقْنَا فِيهَا آيَةٌ We left a sign. We left a sign. وَتَرَقْنَا فِيهَا آيَةٌ لِلَّذِينَ يَخَافُونَ الْعَذَابَ الْأَلِيمِ For those people who fear the painful punishment. One is with regards to this incident of Lut Salam. It happened many, many years ago. But what is the sign that is left behind? If a person goes to Jordan, to Palestine, he will hear or he will see something known as the Dead Sea. Something known as the Dead Sea. Something which is unique from, from all the different parts of the world. The Dead Sea is extremely unique. That no fish and no animal can live in this water. What is so, what has happened here? This is the place where the punishment of Allah had come. Till today, the punishment of Allah that had come upon the people of salam, <laughs> the sign of it is still found in the Dead Sea today. As an admonishment, as a reminder for each and every one of us, that if you are going to engage in these vile activities, then the punishment of Allah is not far. This is a reminder for you. So while indeed this lesson of Lut and his people is uh, is in front of us, what is the lesson, what is the way forward for us? Especially with regards to our behavior, with regards to how we conduct ourselves, and how do we save ourselves, how do we save our children? One is the lesson from the wife of Lut Lut Lut's wife, she herself was not engaged in those activities. But she was one who did not condemn it, she condoned it. She supported it. She was a willing, 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 she was willing to help them and assist them to engage in these activities. So in the same way, when it comes to our behavior and our conduct, we should not just feel that let it go, let it pass. The, rather, we should adopt the the the, the how salam had conducted and what he told his people. in ni amalikum min al I completely disgust your action. Now, when it comes to us, and it comes to our children especially, when it comes to the schools, when it comes to secular education especially with the amount that how they are being bombarded from different sides with regards to accepting it, with regards to being told do not be homophobic. What is, what is our reaction? How should we behave? If our school is such, the school that we are sending our child, for the sake of him getting the best of educations. We feel that he must get the best of educations, hence we're sending him to the best of schools, which does not possess an Islamic ethos, which does not have an Islamic curriculum within it. And hence the child is now exposed to this LGBTQ. He is now exposed to this form of homosexuality. And he is told you will need to accept it. Do not become homophobic. Let a person live how he wants to live. Let accept a person for who he is. Now a person is becoming desensitized. Now this child is growing up and he no longer has that evil, that, that evil of it is no longer in his heart. And now slowly but surely, one is he becomes desensitized, he no longer regards it as being a sin. And now it has even reached a stage in our Muslim homes here that people are finding their own children engaging in it. Allah ta'ala save us, Allah ta'ala save our communities. But this is not something we should be taking lightly. Something we should be making a concerted effort towards rectifying. That if my child is exposed to it, how do I ensure from within the home? One is with regards to teaching our child the correct aqaid, with regards to making ta'aleem within the home. So that my child understands and realizes what is the correct belief? What is our correct structure? There is no such thing as natural instincts. This is my natural instinct, I have a natural inclination towards it. So a person today can just say, I have a natural inclination towards murdering someone, he can go and murder him. He has a natural inclination towards making incest with a person within his home, he can do it, he can go and do it. This is not an excuse in the court of Allah. Together with that, this is something which has become so vile, and they have sugar-coated it. Take an example of a person, for example, the scientists of today. They have to say that, you know, It's a bit of a filthy example, excuse me. But if they have to say that in human feces today it is a great form of it is a great form of cure. The human feces is a form of cure. And the scientists all over the world they are saying that this is the greatest form of cure for humans. They should take it because it is a natural a natural form of medication. And they say you do not need to have it in its pure form. we will put it into a capsule for you, and together with that we will sugar coat it coat it five times. we will change the name of it also We will change co- its complete co- we will change its name we will sugarcoat it for you every person who has a normal who, who is normal, and a person who understands what is right and wrong, what is dirty and what is filthy, he will never take this. The scientists can say what they want. What is filthy, what is evil will remain like that. In the same way, these actions of homosexuality, the LGBTQ, whatever alphabets they put into it, whatever they say with regards to it, they can say natural inclination, they can say what they want. We as Muslims, we understand and realize, we do not accept it, We do not promote it. We do not condone it. Rather we condemn it in the strongest form. We need to ensure we save